Hey, welcome back, everybody. Another episode of From Dude to Dad. I'm Chris Pagula. And I'm Brian Laurel. And we are here today to have a discussion about ultrasounds. What are they? What are you looking for? Why do we get them? Well, we don't get them. Your partner gets them. Although I guess we can get them, but we're not the ones getting pregnant, so... <laughs> right. That would be kind of, I mean, I guess a different experience if you really want to share right. in that with your uh, your significant other. Yeah, we want to talk about, because we, you know, we, we've talked already about ultrasounds and everybody is kind of like, yeah, 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 it's like taking a picture of your kid and we kind of gloss over it a little bit, but every once in a while, I mean, we're here to be helpful and to talk to you like a guy and to be more conversational than anything else. But um, we just wanted to take a few. This will probably be one of our shorter episodes, but uh, we just wanted to talk about just, yeah, what uh, what is an ultrasound and what's what's actually going on during the, uh, the ultrasound. So hopefully you're being a stand-up guy and you're going to some of these, at least the milestone ones that we've talked about before. And if you've skipped and you've jumped into our uh, series with this one, you know, you want to be there. Which ones do you want to be there for? When you first hear the heartbeat, oh, right, you want to be definitely. there for that one. Um, I mean, you want to be there for all of then, them if you can. You know, honestly, but yeah, 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 but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then finding out the sex, you know, around week twenty, uh, that you know, you're finding out the sex that if that's what you're decided you want to do, and then um, then another thing would be you know towards the end you have you have kind of a a pretty um, thorough. Um, ultrasound where they're measuring, um, you know, the limbs, they're making sure all the fingers and toes are there. They're checking the size of the heart. Uh, they're checking for, you know, down syndrome, any abnormalities or whatever. And you want to be there. And, you know, my, 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 uh, my best wishes and prayers to you that you have a happy and healthy child. Um, but if something is there and a lot of times they may find something and I will tell you right now, it ends up being nothing because they're relying on technology. They don't have the baby in their in the doctor's hands. But if you get a little bit of bad news or worrisome news, you may want to be there to be there for your, uh, your Yeah, your you, you don't want to have your partner handling that information on their own. Um, and it's definitely uh, your support needed. You know, Brian, we're talking about the ultrasounds, and I uh, we, we had mentioned before we, we came on um, this podcast – I didn't realize the first ultrasound when my wife went to um, have her first checkup being pregnant, that it's the, the vaginal uh, ultrasound. Like, Yeah, the transvaginal yeah, ultrasound. That, I was taken aback a bit. I was like, whoa, wait, ow, that looks very painful. And so I, I just got to give our wives go through so much and like kudos to them for like they are like amazing to be able to handle this, this process. Cause forget about it. I would never be able to handle half of what they do. Yeah. Usually you picture like in a movie and a TV and, and what in reality, what most of the, uh, the ultrasounds are is they put the, the gel on her stomach and then they have the little, uh, the little uh, scanner and they're going back and forth on the stomach and getting in the right spot. The, the transvaginal is basically like a, uh, it's a tube or like a probe and yep, it goes up the vagina so they uh, usually have kind of a, a condom looking thing they put on it and then they put some uh, some gel on it and they're basically the reason they're doing that is because they need to get a little bit closer and it is more accurate at the beginning so because you're small. dealing with such a, a smiley right, child right, yes right. yeah no that's that's crazy ha- have you gotten into um i don't know if they, these weren't around when we were having kids but the 3d 4d ultrasounds yeah, yeah. So when you get uh, further along in your um, in your pregnancy, your your OBGYN may offer a 3D and 4D 
ultrasound. And the 3D is kind of, if you haven't seen them, it sort of looks like a like a wax figure sort of of your child. It's kind of a little creepy if you're not, if you, if, uh, you want, Google it. So you're prepared because when I first saw it, I'm like, "Ooh, God, what is that?" So, um, so that's the 3D. But the cool thing is, is you know, you have your ultrasound and it's a flat, and you know, they'll they'll nowadays they will email you the photos. You can share them with friends and everybody or family. But those are like a flat image. The 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 3D is exactly that. You can kind of take a look at the baby from different angles. But it yeah, it looks more. It's kind of a like a flesh looking kind of wax. It's almost like someone took. Uh, you know, liquid and like poured it on top of the baby. So it's not a perfect like what representation of what your child's going to look like. And also keep in mind your your child is, you know, smashed into the womb. And so, um, you know, like one of my children, like the nose was all kind of all turned up and to the side. And I'm like, oh my God, what's the matter with her nose? And they're like, she's like, no, she's she's pressed in there. So that's what we're, uh, what we're seeing right now. And then the 4D is actually the same thing, but it has movement. Do, like do you remember those, um, those, uh, uh, I don't know if you call it a toy or those 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 uh, pieces of art that you put the pins in and it, and you push them in and it shows the impression of like your hand or your face on the other side of all the nails. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yes, this is kind of yes. like yep, this yep, is kind of yep. like what it yep. reminds me of. You know, of what the ultrasound, the 3D or 4D look like. But um, I'm wondering, just wondering if you, if this is even something you can do, but take the sonogram or the the ultrasound to make a 3D printing of it. How do people like that? Would be really interesting. You know what? Like, I gotta think somebody is on that. But yeah, with three D printers now, you would think you would be able to somehow map that and print it out. I would be curious how cool it would look, or if it would be like, here's my (laughs) melting child. Maybe not. So. So, um, so first of all, ultrasounds are not like X rays. No radiation. They don't use radiation, so so they are they are safe. So. In, a, in an effort to be educational in this episode, like all medical procedures, there is a little bit of a, a risk, but there's not there's there there is not any evidence that shows that ultrasounds will harm the mother or the, or the child. But that's um, it's basically it's using sound waves is what an ultrasound is. It's uh, like old school like radar. It's bouncing sound waves um, into your wife, and then um, what's coming back is helping form this this. Um, this photo, this visual of your and child. And most of these are done earlier on in the pregnancy. It's not like you have to get every trimester, um, especially like third trimester. I think only if you're high risk that it would fall into needing, um, you know, uh, another ultrasound towards the end. So in the beginning, first first two trimesters is where you'll see that there'll be more ultrasounds in the process. Yeah, and as we said, you're you know the the milestones are like for the heartbeat. I mean, they're they're checking the progress and the growth of the of the child, and they're also checking out your your wife and making sure that her you know the cervix is good and the placenta and the, I mean all that. They're they're basically making sure everything is proceeding as as it should and uh, making sure that uh, that your child is safe. And then, like we said, uh, you know, about twenty weeks into pregnancy, you can find out the sex and um, and um, but one thing I will tell you check with your um, your wife's doctor and make 100% sure that insurance is going to cover this because most doctors are really good about this but something that I I learned through a friend it didn't it didn't happen to us but um, like Chris said if you're a high a higher risk um, like we were with our first daughter um, after we had had the miscarriage of our our actual first daughter but um, 
when uh, we were going, we were getting frequent ultrasounds. And at one point I went and I'm like, so insurance, this is all covered on insurance. And she said this after the fact, she said, well, you may want to check with your, your insurance company to make sure, but we'll make sure that they know that you're high risk. So it wasn't an issue for us, but a buddy of mine, he and his wife went and they were every time they're like, oh, we want to get another ultrasound and oh, we want to get another ultrasound. And they wanted the multiple photos to show the prog- progression of their child. And the insurance company came back and said, okay, why did you have all these ultrasounds? You did not need all these ultrasounds. So a couple of them, they had to pay out of pocket. So um, if your wife is high risk, the, you don't need to worry ab- about that. It should be covered. But I'm just saying this is a little footnote, uh, not to be cheap um, because it's important to check on the child and make sure that your wife is in good health. But just um, if it seems like they're giving or doing an ultrasound every time, which a normal OBGYN won't do that. But if for some reason someone is uh, ultrasound happy, just you might want to ask about that. Yeah, that's uh, I never thought about wanting to get an ultrasound all the time just to like sort of track the whole thing. So that's could be a little uh, expensive. <laughs> good, yeah. Good. And and also if if you're having multiple kids, you may you you probably need ultrasound like frequent ultrasounds just if you have multiple children in there because they may do an yeah, ultrasound are, and right. one may be more visible than the other and then you got to kind of move around and sometimes it's just not and one thing i will tell you that uh, may be a little bit of a disappointment when you go into these ultrasounds sometimes the baby does not cooperate right. the baby has its face down or is turning the other way and try as you may or i say they uh, try as they may to get a good image you may leave with the back of your child's head as part of the as the photo so um that happened to us one time i was really bummed because then we had to wait another like three months till our next ultrasound i'm like damn it i wanted to see our child's <laughs> face so um but this is you know this is determining the health of the baby the um the amount of um amniotic fluid the position of the baby the baby's expected weight all this stuff is um is is key to make sure that uh, when the baby comes they're prepared they know uh where your baby is at uh health wise and size wise and everything and and they can plan ahead and know you know, if they need to do anything or if the baby's breached in a different position. So there's a, a lot of a lot of benefits to these ultrasounds, but Chris and I just wanted to dig into it a little bit deeper and not just gloss over it and just um, assume that you yeah, knew what all this so meant. I think like the big takeaway though is to just try to be at least at the first one when you're finding out the you know, the pregnancy and um, definitely for the sex. Those are two key important times that you want to be a part of that process. One last thing that I want to throw in there is um, <laughs> I understand that people bring like their whole families to be a part of the ultrasound, which um, to me is a little odd. I will say with our with all the challenges we had with our first daughter with Alessandra, um, one of the ultrasounds, my wife wanted her mom there. So it was just the three of us. And then to be fair, the next one we invited my mom to just her so it's just the three of us but i have heard of people bringing you know the the parents are obviously are there but the mother's parents the in-laws are there brothers and sisters are there cousins but and there's like 12 people at in the that room, point you might as which, well just live stream it <laughs> right yeah exactly and so that to me i mean again to each their own some families are very open um but think this through and if your wife is saying oh yeah it's the first one i want to go say uh 
uh, honey, they may be doing the transvaginal. Do you want everybody in the room while they're doing that? Just uh, just get remind her of how it may be going. And then the second thing is to check and make sure they even allow that many people in there because some doctors are like, no, it's the mother and the father, and that's it. If you want to bring anybody else, you can show them the photos afterwards. So don't show up with your entourage um, because you may be told that they cannot all go into the It makes me think room. of the um, episode on Seinfeld. I don't know if you're a Seinfeld fan, but when they were watching the uh, surgery oh, yeah. and Kramer's eating um, milk duds and it pops out and falls That's right. <laughs> into. So when you have so many people there, things like that, nah. Anyway. Yeah, no snacks. Yeah, no that's snacks. that's bad form. That's bush league right there. Right, that's right. right there. All right, I think uh, I th- I think uh, I think we've properly uh, just conveyed what goes on during the ultrasound. We're here to educate as well as entertain. Um, so let's uh, get out of here, and we'll talk to you the next time on from dude to dad.